back to She Rates Dogs. The podcast. I'm Michaela. And I'm Matt. We are doing this from the couch today. We are, you guys. Um, and I just want to warn you, I have been at Michaela's for about an hour, and I think I've, like, stressed her out 12 times. He's been stressing me out <laughs> lately. I think... <laughs> no, no shade to Matt. I think his anxiousness is sometimes... <laughs> rubbing off right um but i'm vibing we're gonna talk about colton underwood the new netflix show that he's got we're gonna talk about um i don't know we have some opinions about that and it's nice because me and michaela have different perspectives (laughs) (laughs) we have the same opinion we have the same opinion but coming from different different places um but before we get into all of that Matt, what what's new for you? He told me he had tea this morning. Oh my god! I, no, I. <laughs> Matt texted me that he had tea, and when he got here, he was gonna tell me tea, and then he gets here and he's like, "Yeah, I don't really have tea, but like, I told this guy that I was smelly because I didn't want to hook up, and then he still <laughs> wanted to hook up, and I was like, okay. <laughs> I was just so tired, and I was out of it, and I was like, I don't know, I'm like stinky, mm-hmm. and yeah. It, Okay. It like helped the right. situation. Anything else going on? No, it's just that same guy I've been hanging out with. Super yeah. nice. We went on a picnic. Yesterday a dog sat at me sat on me at the park, which was crazy. Okay, is there anything interesting <laughs> that's happened? Do you have anything interesting? We're getting vaccinated on, yes, Sunday. on Sunday. Um that's really fun. I went on another podcast. I went on Binge Topia. That's gonna be coming out around the time this episode comes out. Yeah. So that's super fun. Right. Um, it sounds like you had a more fun week. I smoked some weed. Oh my god, you baddie. Ate some cookies, <laughs> watched Tangled as I do. Right. She's been making me watch the circle show. And at first I wasn't about it, but the more I've been watching it, mm. I have to say I he do. Didn't watch season one i think that's weird everyone i feel like i feel like everyone i know watched the circle i've literally never even heard of it before okay i i don't know if i believe that just because you're online but am i oh i did get um a a viral tiktok as well oh yeah michaela has been killing it on tiktok 2.2 million views on that tiki talk wow and then we had dinner. Yeah. And wait, I want to tell this story about. So our friend Mark was like, oh, I have this like gay friend from college who like I kind of want to set you up with. He lives in Los Angeles now. And, and I then was like, I was Mark, not no, no, no. OK, OK, go ahead. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's such a like reoccurring joke that people are like, oh, I know one gay person. So then like I'm going to set the two gay people I yeah. know up together. And then, yeah, you were like, <laughs> I was like, Mark, that's so like fucked up. Like not everybody gay would like each other just because you know us both. right and then he said the name and i i started shaking right because it is the guy that i am talking you literally to hooked right up now. with him last week <laughs> yeah. so random it was um, random but really fun it was okay so nothing else really i we've been pretty boring um where our bachelor recap was a little bit outdated by the time it came out last week mm-hmm. um there was a lot of drama with rachel and matt apparently they were still together yeah allegedly whatever um <laughs> i think dale and claire still back together the, who cares yeah. <laughs> I don't really trust anything that's happening anymore. And I also like just don't care anymore. <laughs> I honestly like I'll care about like Katie. bachelor contestants for the duration of their season mm-hmm. and like go to their Instagrams and stuff. And then like a week after I'm kind of blah, and then like two weeks after. Blah. Yeah. And then you're by now it's been right. so long. You're like, whatever. I don't even. So there's another big thing that's been happening in our lives. And it was recently announced that Love Island UK 
is going to be LGBTQ+. Gay. It's going to be gay. It's going to be so gay. It's going to be so gay. And so lately, I've been working on my British accent again. Right. And the issue is sometimes mine goes Australian. Fuck. I don't know. We have to watch the show in order to get in the headspace of UK bitches. Right. And it comes back out in June, you said, right? I think it comes back out in June. Yeah. So we're going to be on that shit like Donkey Kong. We will be learning how to speak British even better than we can right now, if that's possible. Yeah. If it's if it's even something that people can do. Yeah. Um, I also have been going on walks and I got myself flowers. Yes. So congrats, Michaela. Queen. Um, motherfucking queen. Anyway, we can get into Tinder bio Tuesday. Some Tinder bio Tuesdays. So I have a 21 year old. Okay. I'm just playing hot or not. If we match, it doesn't mean I know you. Chances are, I just think you're fit. Super like equals damn son. Don't get offended if you don't get a super like. There's a finite amount. There's a finite amount and there's... Finite? Thank you. I was very... <laughs> <laughs> there's a finite amount and there's always someone better looking than you. Also, I get a lot of, let's see you then, and pick question mark, question mark, question mark. I'm on this with my mates when we're bored, not interested in actually having a conversation. So he doesn't have a picture. He's just trying to... What does he mean by like, if we match, that doesn't mean I know you? Why would people assume that, that matching means they know each other? That's not know. the point. I don't know. It, okay. It, it's just him and his mates being weird and okay. not even wanting to talk to girls. Negative 7 out of 10. Negative 6 out of 10. This one's 41. Okay. Seeks woman for unfulfilling sex, future divorce, and codependency. Are you whiny and crazy with misplaced sense of entitlement and lots of expectations? Bonus points if you just finished dating every guy in town, but now want to take it slow with me. I would be open to an unsatisfying fling, but prefer a long-term soul-crushing descent. Um, That's how he ended it? Yeah. Well, um, he used a laughing face emoji to end oh. it. But... <laughs> good i don't i think he's just fed up perhaps he seems like not the kind of guy you want to be around he seems very negative all the time he's just like i want to have something really terrible yeah and then he um, said he's up for unsatisfying hookups is that what he said he said seeks woman for unfulfilling sex future divorce and codependency Right. I'm going to say go ahead and stay away from this guy. He just seems like he has a negative outlook on life. We need positivity in our lives. We don't need any of that shit. Yeah, I would love some positivity in my life. Yes, me too. So I'm going to give him a negative 9 out of 10. Negative 9 out of 10. Sure, let's do that. With this one, can you tell me when you think it goes bad? Okay. Okay. Plant dad. Future dog slash cat dad. Not looking to be a stepdad to your poor choices. All you say, kid first, then post slutty pics all over. Okay, so dings. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting. Yeah. He starts off really strong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't support attention whores, mm. nor will I add your Instagram. Let's get sushi and grab a drink. Not looking for anything serious. Experience with a MFM. If you are dumb enough to proclaim defund the police, swipe left. I prefer my woman have a job. Also slide to the left if you judge people solely on their political views. And yes, that works both ways. So if it was just a plant dad, great. Right. Mm-hmm. Would you swipe right? If it just said plant dad? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. If it just said plant dad, 10 out of 10. Because I am trying to be a plant dad, and I mm-hmm. think that would be something that we have in common. Okay, so negative 6 out of 10. Okay, negative 5 out of 10. I have a 51-year-old now. Oh, my God. So I guess I got the oldies today. You did. 
Hello, ladies. Just looking to play strip blackjack and enjoy quality naked time, though I am very careful due to the virus. I like feminine, bubbly, girly girls who like to laugh and who aren't a stranger to five to six inch heels and lingerie. I don't have a six pack yet, more like a two or so pack. I appreciate ladies who also like to take care of themselves. Important. I am not a drinker or weed smoker. Been there, done that. 20 years clean and sober. So no ladies who do more than drink socially, please. 51 year old looking for some quality naked time that is looking for some feminine and girly girls (laughs) (laughs) feminine girly girls i love that um yeah truly sinister energy from that profile he did say one thing though he was oh like pretty aware of the coronavirus right he's he mentioned that yeah so that was good if he had- he's aware of the coronavirus <laughs> he has one positive congratulations sir you know about corona yes. um you know it exists <laughs> negative 11 out of 10 negative, he was my least favorite negative 7 out of 10 Okay, let's get into our main topic of today. Okay, okay. We were pretty mad yesterday. Mm-hmm. We were pretty upset. I saw this and I was I was actually very, very upset. So we wake up, um, Colton Underwood, former Bachelor star, says he's gay, cool stuff. I actually wasn't even going to say anything because... I was like, whatever, Um, he's gay, he's coming out, it's not the time for me to be like, okay, but you're still shitty. And then, like an hour later, (laughs) Pop Crave goes, and he's He's having a Netflix show with Gus Kenworthy. And he's going to be his gay guide. First of all, let's talk about it. Okay. What's a gay guide? What is a gay guide? Can someone please DM us and tell us what a gay guide is? Do you have any, like, guesses on what it is? Okay, so I'm trying to think of like what the premise for the show is mm-hmm. and as Colton said he hasn't had an emotional connection with a man right so he's new to the whole like out and about gayness right mm-hmm. so he's gonna have a seasoned gay okay teach him what to wear okay. in order to become a gay okay good that's important right um what apps to download in order to become a gay mm-hmm. um <laughs> <laughs> Also, Um, Gus came out like two years ago. He hasn't fully immersed himself in the gay community. But they look the same, and that's what counts. They look identical. And they're both masculine. Masculine, ex-sports guys. Colton was in the NFL. Gus is a silver Olympic medalist. Right. So they're really going to face this new challenge it's together. It's going to be hard for them. Yeah. Um, what What do you think a gay guide lesson could be? Like, because what, what did you, what would you learn to be gay? So I, I don't know what the fuck a gay guide is, but I'm mm. assuming if I had one, I wouldn't have spent so much time on Craigslist in high school or on video cam things. I still think it's the stupidest thing ever. I think gay maybe guys it'll are be so like dumb. teach you how to use an air fryer, <laughs> teach you how to be a plant dad. The perfect ice I'm trying to, to think. Um, maybe he's gonna make him go to some musicals, <laughs> listen to Cher. What are some like gay things, stereotypes? You're just listing off things I do now. I know. <laughs> <laughs> what are Matt's interests? Yeah. Um, no, I'm trying to think of like stereotypical ones because like what else could they possibly like? I teach him about being gay because being gay isn't like a lifestyle it's just an orientation Wait, what? 
What? You said it's not a lifestyle? Being gay is not a lifestyle, no. Do you know the saying, it's not a choice, it's a lifestyle? What? You know the saying, being gay is not a choice, it's a lifestyle? They don't say it's not a choice, it's a lifestyle. Yes, they do. Let me Google it. (laughs) Lifestyle is like... (laughs) Give me a second. Being gay... It's not a choice. A choice. And it autofills in. It doesn't autofill that in. It just says that it's not a choice. I swear that's a thing. No, it's something. Being this isn't a choice. It's a lifestyle. It's like a meme for other things. I don't know. Bottom line is you don't need a gay guide. (laughs) (laughs) Let us know what's the truth because I actually don't know. But lifestyle is like lifestyle is like a television network. Like lifestyle. What? <laughs> Lifestyle is like I go to bars and like whatever. Being gay is just like a state of being. Yeah. It's like a, an orientation, a sexuality, a state of being. Like it's just who, part of who you are. You don't need to be taught how Lifestyle to be Lifestyle is like, I don't know, whatever. Um, <laughs> why there's, do- there's no teaching how to be gay. Everybody's gay in their own ways. The, yeah, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Anyway, that. let's get into why this actually bothers us. Yeah. <laughs> Besides the gay guide part. So Colton has a past and I do want to read some things from this article that I have pulled up because I'm very official. Uh, It's from Extra TV. Colton Underwood's alleged text messages to Cassie Randolph revealed. So basically, um, Colton dated Cassie on the show Bachelor. He she tried to leave and he started shaking and jumped a fence and followed her. Mm -hmm. A very famously um, dramatic episode, which is more interesting now in hindsight, I suppose. Um, And so they broke up and she actually had to file a restraining order from him um and it was granted she ended up like dropping it after they came to an agreement but he was showing up at her place he was putting a tracking device on her he, car like, was texting her from an unknown number and then he was pretending that he was also getting these texts from an unknown yeah. number too. he texted her saying like you like playing games huh let's play some games which then. is very can i just say how creepy that is and i'm mm-hmm. sure especially for a woman to be getting these like someone who's in the spotlight to be getting these random text messages from someone mm-hmm. you who you don't know who it's from. Yeah, it says, along with pics of the tracking device, the filing stated, due to the harassing text messages that evidence knowledge of Miss Randolph's whereabouts whereabouts on multiple occasions miss randolph and her family thought that someone might be tracking her and decided to trek her car for a tracker they discovered it taped to the back bunker um and then fearful for her safety she contacted the police the papers also mentioned colton showing up uninvited to her apartment in los angeles and her parents huntington huntington beach home um Cassie visited her family home where Mr. Underwood was seen outside the residence. Her brother and two of her friends saw him in the alley outside their bedroom window at two in the morning. He sent harassing text messages to her, her best friend, her family members. And he apparently did like runs to her house multiple times a day to like check in on her. He was telling his like roommate and her girl, her friend that he would like go on these walks and runs and would go to her house when he did these things. Yeah, so he was like very much, very much scary stalker, um, not good scenario, had a restraining order. Very terrifying, especially because he's like a large ex-NFL 
big strong yeah. man who is like just showing up and sending her scary messages and, and like, it's kind of came off very manipulative in that article because like it seems like a lot of the times he would apologize the next morning yeah. and then do the same exact thing later so very interesting um but this is this is the gay story that they want to tell on Netflix TV. Right. And I just think it's so interesting because what was it? Two or three weeks ago, we got a DM about how like being gay doesn't mean you can't be misogynistic mm -hmm. or an abuser of women or an abuser of anyone. And a lot of the time, like the representation that we're seeing is of these like attractive white gay males who like don't think who like use that as a shield that they don't have to have accountability for the other things. Right. And it also just happened within the past year, right? Yeah. Like it hasn't, he hasn't had, it was during quarantine. Yeah. So why are we putting someone like this who has been showing these behaviors back into the spotlight for another like TV show? It doesn't make any sense to me. Right. And I think as a woman, it's very like hurtful mm -hmm. for it to be like, yeah, harassing women doesn't matter. It's all part of a man's journey to discover himself. Like, this is all part of his journey to figuring out who he was. And, like, now Cassie has to watch this person who made her life a living hell have a TV show. And be, like, glorified like, for coming out. Yeah, because because what happened to her doesn't matter. That happening to other women apparently doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Like, white men specifically can abuse women and it just doesn't fucking matter they could have a woman cheat on them once or have one bad relationship or like their mom wasn't nice and like mm -hmm. that's an excuse for them to just terrorize women for the rest of their lives and like there's no accountability and like it's just so fucking sad yeah. to see that this like doesn't matter to anybody and it's like you see this with james charles with like mm -hmm. his whole situation too where he still has all these fans. All I still have so many people that I know that are following him. And yeah. I'm like, you know, I'm sure you've seen all the all this information. I about went to him. fucking Chris Delia's page on Instagram the other mm -hmm. day, and a couple people that I know liked some of his photos. I was like, how? what the fuck is going on? Yeah, how are you still doing this after you know? what kind of person they are, how they've treated someone. It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, and I think um, the James Charles point was an interesting comparison, especially for, you know, what you've been saying. It's like, he, he's just getting away with this awful yeah. shit because, I, I don't know, I want, I want to hear, like, your perspective on it well, specifically. I, I think it's, I think white gays get a lot or get away with a lot. And I think it's be a lot of the time it's because they have such a large following. My problem with it as well as besides all like the old abusive things like that, we should still be caring about mm -hmm. is the fact that they chose a white, good looking muscular gay mm -hmm. who I'm sure everybody has their struggles. And I also think that it's important for people to speak their truth. But I like what you say where people can, make mistakes and they can change mm -hmm. but they don't necessarily need to be in the spotlight like when they're ch when they changed i think you it's like over for them once you fuck up that bad you shouldn't be able to contribute to other people's lives in such an influencer way right they could have chosen like a person of color someone with like a disability or someone who would actually not two guys who look the exact same to be doing the show. Right. I think what we were saying, why it's especially harmful is like they would rather choose like a white abuser mm -hmm. than like any other. And if they had just done a little bit of research, there are so many people coming. I mean, out. I'm sure they did do research. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, like, like they, they just don't care. Yeah, they could. have. Yeah. It's just disgusting how they couldn't. They just didn't want to choose anybody else. 
there was uh do you remember his name it was like reality something reality something on tiktok he made a video that we saw Mm -hmm. and he was like acknowledging all the things that colton did wrong with his ex like all the abusive things right but then he was like can we just ignore it for a day Mm -hmm. and give him his yes queen moment (laughs) what is a yes queen moment i yeah i have no idea and then i like I said something about it and he was like, I'm not ignoring everything he's done. And I guess you are. You are. That's exactly what you're doing. No, I just thought it was really funny because like he'd made multiple videos about it. Like Like 11 of them. Right. And he just was like, I just don't want to have this moment be ruined for Colton. And also like, by the way, Colton, I'm single and like (laughs) all this fucking stupid stuff. He's like, I know that you were like a pretty shitty like stalker, but I'm single. Right. Um, I want to read some responses to this announcement. Um, Giving a stalker a redemption arc on this large of a platform signals to all victims that their trauma is inconsequential. I hope Cassie is able to heal from the damage he inflicted on her and isn't further traumatized by the media pretending like it never happened. That was from someone named Busy Bai. <laughs> I don't know. I want to give them credit, but their username is Busy Bai. So. Okay. Um. Yeah, so then here was, like, some other responses. Bex's little world said, like, glad you came out and all that jazz, but you're also extremely abusive and manipulative, so no thanks. And then Hannah's Twitter said, it's fucking exhausting how impossible it is to deplatform white men. They can be racist, sexist, abusive, and literal predators and still be showered with money and fame. Fucking abhorrent, really. Many of the LGBTQ plus community have been fighting to show that it is not a lifestyle choice and truly who a person is. And he seems to be trying to revoke that. Like, what the fuck is this Ned's declassified school guide? Not to mention how he has a restraining order from his ex. See, not a lifestyle choice. Maybe I'm wrong, but I swear I've heard the saying, it's not a choice, it's a lifestyle before. That is a saying, but it's not about being gay. It's like swag isn't a choice, it's a lifestyle. Like, that's not (laughs) being gay. I also want to I want to touch on something else. Okay. I feel like he I know we've been saying this the whole time, but I feel like people are so they think coming out excuses them from all these behaviors. Like it reminds me of the Kevin Spacey Mm-hmm. Um, situation too yeah so I I mean I don't really know what Kevin Spacey is up to in his career I just remember like his apology video being like I'm sorry for like abusing young men mm-hmm. I'm gay yeah like, like that's an, like that's an explanation mm-hmm. and that's such a dangerous narrative that it yeah. makes it seem like all gay men are like these like abusive pedophiles and right it, it's just gross or that like because he was struggling with his internalized homophobia that's why he had to abuse this woman yeah. like no they most gay people <laughs> do not abuse others because of their like internalized homophobia I, I think a lot of people struggle with like coming out but not all of them are like abusing women and it just it, it's so gross and it makes us look so bad as a gay community. Yeah. And I'll also say I don't think there's anything wrong with the fact that he went on The Bachelor. I don't think that like, yeah, he, I, I didn't. There were some responses the other way that I didn't agree with. Mm-hmm. Like he shouldn't have messed with people's emotions if he was gay. Like that's not true. Like right. people can date and be figuring out their sexuality and like not be loving themselves. It's when they're like actually abusing someone else yeah. that it's like, no, that's bad. Yeah. Like, and it does suck for the women, but that's because that's of- part of the guy's journey. And I'm not like, 
I think it takes a little bit to figure out that you're gay, but that's still no excuse for the way he abused people. Yeah, within in um in relation to the Cassie situation, there was this quote that I saw that I think is really meaningful. Um, mm-hmm. There is misogyny in here, a feeling that women's pain is inconsequential if it serves a greater male narrative. Anyway, so that quote's just saying like, Basically, in a lot of these scenarios, things will happen to women, but then there'll still be a redemption arc because even though it destroyed the woman's life, it doesn't really matter because it was part of a man like figuring out himself and growing and becoming a decent person Mm -hmm. who like he destroyed decent people along the way. Um, And that's that's the thing a lot of the time. It's a reoccurring issue. So that's super fun. We love it. Um, We both are just super annoyed by this whole situation. Um, any final thoughts before we wrap it up? And I go just to some don't questions? think he needed to be given that platform. I don't think he needs yeah. uh, an additional platform to to have a Netflix show yeah. about being gay. Like he's not the representative of the gay community. Right. Um, yeah, I thought it was really interesting. Like I said, I wasn't going to be responding to it had there not been a Netflix show just because... I, I just didn't really feel like getting into it, but that was like, oh my God, this is all a PR stunt. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it was literally like an hour later. Like, yeah. It was, it was so ingenuine the way it happened. Disingenuous. Disingenuous, um, yeah. I remember texting <laughs> Matt and being like, so did he text his agents first and then be like, do something with this? <laughs> like, I'm gay, do something with that and yeah. then I'll tell people. <laughs> Anyway, we have a couple questions. So this is from an anonymous source. Okay, I have a question. My boyfriend and I are celebrating two years together this Sunday. And because I'm nosy, I figured out what he's getting me. And I know for sure I will hate it and never wear it. It's a piece of jewelry. Once I open it, how can I communicate to him that I want to exchange it for something else without hurting his feelings? Or is it better to just grip my teeth and wear it around him sometimes? He's really excited about it. And I think he spent a decent amount of money on it. So I would hate to see it go to waste. My opinion is I think she should be just honest with him. I think if, mm-hmm. especially if it was a lot of money, it's just going to be sitting there and going to waste. I think if it but were like, me. How horrendous must it be? Because <laughs> if someone that I loved like spent a lot of money on something and got it for me, I think I would just like it. You like would I like would it? be like, oh, this matters to me. It's like a piece of jewelry. It's yeah. not that like big unless I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to imagine what it could be like that it's how like terrible so- it could be that she doesn't want to ever have to wear yeah. it although like yeah I mean he'd probably be happier if he could get you something that you truly enjoy I would just say something so he doesn't ever get you whatever this is or anything like it in the yeah. future because clearly it's not something that you want anywhere near you have you <laughs> have you ever had this happen besides like the rose petals I know <laughs> <laughs> um no, I haven't dated anyone long enough to get a like good yeah. gift. I don't know. I feel like if someone just told me that what I got them, they'd like to exchange it. I'd be like, okay. Yeah. I know with like my family members, right. I always include the gift certificate, yeah. even if I'm excited about it. Because I've got my family members stuff and it just like stays unopened for months. And then I'm like, Aw. and I feel like that hurts more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he he'll figure it out that you don't like it if you don't <laughs> tell him by the fact that you're never, you're never wearing, wearing it. it. <laughs> just tell him. Okay. Another question. Hey, love the podcast. First off, you guys have great chemistry and give great advice. I have a question about oversharing. I have an anxiety disorder and obviously dates can be anxiety inducing. I don't want to be... 
Hmm. I don't want to make my date think they're doing something wrong to stress me out, but it seems like a heavy topic to bring up on the first couple dates. When is the right time to bro- broach this topic or breach, bro- broach, whatever. When is the right time to talk about your anxiety, I think? I think if it's... I always talk about it like within the first couple. I think if you have like hinge, you could put it in a prompt. Yeah. I really like Make, like a joke out of it or something. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I would do because well, that's because I can't say anything seriously. So maybe that's why. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that makes a joke out of everything. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that's not a bad way to go about it. I really think that if you had asked this question 10 years ago, it would be different. But mm-hmm. I don't think people care now. I think more people are aware of their um mental health issues now so yeah re- if someone if, told me they had anxiety i wouldn't bat an eye like, yeah i'd be like okay you're a, a person that a normal person yeah. and also if they don't if they are weirded out by it you saved yourself some time because you don't want to be with anybody like that yeah exactly because mm-hmm. then they're clearly not cut out to handle it exactly um all right so that's all we've got for today's episode um thanks for joining us if you want to follow us on instagram or twitter our handle is she rates dogs pod our individual handles are in the bio so true if you want to call us that number is 929-274-3261 and give us five stars leave us a review on apple um tell us what to talk about you can always send questions tinder bios whatever you've got good stories email us at she rates dogs pod at gmail.com and that's all that's all so goodbye bye